the dark arts of diplomacy by Senator Eric Abetz. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of men. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country, it is a free country. The dark arts of diplomacy and international relations are largely unfathomable, even to those who practice them. Peace in our time is one of the classics, where the UK Prime Minister was duped by the National Socialist dictator Adolf Hitler, and the Communist dictator Joseph Stalin was similarly lulled into a false sense of security with Hitler signing up to a non-aggression pact. The Prime Minister's recent overseas trip tells us not much has changed in the areas of matters diplomacy. Pious words spoken at Glasgow about the need to curb atmospheric pollution as 400 private jets lined up on the tarmac told the tale. Practice what you preach is clearly not taught in diplomatic school, nor it seems as credibility. Accounting for about 30% of the world's emissions was quadrupling its nuclear arsenal building the biggest navy in the world, the operator of a sophisticated space program, and whilst lending money all over the world, China, with a completely straight face, says to the rest of the world that it is deserving of developing country status. Really, who is kidding whom? How many of our journalists called this out for what it is? Use of the Australian vernacular is avoided for fear that the topic of methane might come up. Before Glasgow, we also had the unedifying spectacle of the French President Macron claiming our Prime Minister lied about the nuclear submarine deal with the United States and the United Kingdom. Now that is a big no-no in diplomacy. Diplomacy 101 surely teaches phrases that might have the same import without the ugliness of using the L word. Economical with a truth, an interesting version of events. Recollections clearly differ as some of the more genteel, sophisticated ways to give expression to the same sentiment. Having uttered, as he did so undiplomatically, the French president broke that rule, as well as divulging what one suspects was a private conversation, another diplomatic no-no. And blundering into all this was our former prime minister, who, yes, had gotten himself overseas on a private jet, claiming that his successor was well known for being a liar, backing the French president rather than his own Australian prime minister. All this from the very same person who said, I'm not going to be, uh, you know, running a commentary on my successor. The virtues of loyalty or silence are clearly not in his mindset. Confronted with a hugely damaging assertion by the French president and the most embittered of our former Australian prime ministers, our prime minister's integrity was restored by the mysterious appearance of a text message from the French president to our prime minister. Now, protocol suggests that this is a no-no, 
one suspects whoever made the text message available was aware of this protocol. Nevertheless, the text message's mysterious and timely appearance, to use an analogy the French won't understand, bowled the French president middle stump, whilst Malcolm Turnbull looked quite forlorn at Silly Point. But what seems even stranger than the dark art of diplomacy was the ABC's delight in playing the French president's and former Prime Minister's now demonstrably false accusation that our Prime Minister had lied about the French submarine deal. And when confronted with the evidence that the allegation was false, affected moral outrage was conjured up as to the leaking of the text message. No moral outrage, affected or otherwise, about Mr Macron's breach of protocol, alleging lying and divulging a conversation which one assumes was private but we witnessed an outburst of righteous indignation that someone thought to expose an undenied text message which completely refuted the French president's claim. On top of all this, the media, mostly, failed to mention the crucial context of the upcoming French election, where bashing the Anglosphere always plays well for votes. It seemed they were on France's side, not Australia's. Someone clearly thought fighting fire with fire was the quickest way to close down the false allegations. It did, but not in the way you would learn in Diplomacy 101. While some get all energised about the Rome and Glasgow goings-on, most quiet Australians want us to be on the world scene being neither bullied nor coward into making the wrong decisions about our country's future be it on matters climate change or our defence capacity. Prime Minister Morrison has delivered for us on both counts. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but the kind which makes us stand up everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynics so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future. Hi, this is Dave Pellow, editor and founder of The Good Source. Big thanks to The Good Source supporters, people who put their hand in their pocket for 5 10 or $20 a month, some even a little bit more. There are no paywalls, no subscription fees. All of our content is completely free, and it is brought to you by Good Source supporters. If you would like to become a supporter, simply head to the website, goodsource.news, and click on the support button where you'll be able to sign up for a monthly or one-off donation.